You're listening to The Comedy Cellar, live from the table, on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to The Comedy Cellar Show here on Sirius XM Channel 99. We're here at the back table at the world's famous Comedy Cellar. My name is Noam Dwarman. I'm the owner of The Comedy Cellar. It's my court. That's why they let me play. <laughs> and uh, I'm here with uh, Dan Natterman, one of the world's greatest comedians, and uh, my former manager, uh, Krista Montella, uh, who's very funny in her own right. And, uh, we Why are should, we getting these good intros? I don't know. We, uh, <laughs> we, we, um, we usually start out uh, where Dan Natterman kind of runs down this week in Dan. So uh, without further ado, this week in Dan. Go ahead. Well, I'm feeling an odd sense of calm that I can't quite explain. New meds? No, no, no. no. <laughs> no meet the new meds, same as the old meds. No, nothing. I, um, I noticed, by the way, that Mr. Stephen Calabria is seated next to us. And He's I was just listening. Is he just listening? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'd like to formally welcome him back, if we didn't do it last week, into the... Uh, After you fired him? I didn't fire him. <laughs> well, you, made, you, you, you created a, a hostile work environment. <laughs> well, that's a subjective call. Um, suffice it to say, he tendered his resignation. Thank God we pay him off the books, otherwise he might have legal action. <laughs> Kidding, we don't pay him off books. Go ahead. I mean, we don't pay him yeah. <laughs> But in any case, he's back booking the show, and I know he's got some great guest ideas coming. How, how are we doing, by the way, on the, uh, the, the uh, Adam Goldberg? I know you mentioned. Uh, uh, well, first of all, it's great to be back. And is he I'm the guy who does those illustrations of the gadgets and everything? Well, like the, 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 Adam the, Goldberg, is, he played Mellish in Saving Private Ryan. He was also in Entourage. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think of Rube Goldberg. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, Anyway, great to be back. Thank you, Dan. Um, and he lives in L.A., but I'm talking to his people about when he's going to be out here next. Um, he's also, by the way, uh, Dove David, you know Dove David O's ex-girlfriend? Roxanne. Uh, Roxanne, oh, the, hot, the hottest Jewish woman on the planet, Roxanne. Well, one might make a case for Bar Raphael or Natalie Portman, but she's an attractive woman. That, that's Adam Goldberg's uh, baby's Sid mama. Cherise. Oh, that's Adam. Mama. Oh, she had a baby with Adam Goldberg. Yeah, that's correct. Mm. Um, whether or not uh, Dove would like to participate in the interview, I guess probably would not. <laughs> that would be awesome. I don't care if Dove wants to or not. I want him to. <laughs> but in any case, uh, last night was the debate. On I, I, actually, oh, I think uh, I've been told that the best radio is having a, a guy on for an interview next to a guy who used to bang his wife. Oh, like God. that's a, that's that's a great. Uh, that's like that's the Maury concept. That's that's right. That's great drama. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry, Dan. No, last night was a debate. Do we want to get into that now or wait uh, till we have the, the rest of our guests on? Uh, I'm, I'm so... What, did you watch it, Dan? I did watch it, yeah. Ooh, my ooh. new television set. What's Oh, nice. What, what's uh, Made in America? JVC. Oh, uh, no. Japan. Okay. <laughs> so what did, what did you think? Well, um, you know, I, 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 had, I couldn't really make a decision until I fact-checked some stuff. I mean, but once, once having fact-checked... You know, it would seem that... Hil- I don't think I learned anything new. It's just Trump saying the same shit he's been saying and Hillary saying the same shit she's been saying. I'm not sure that these debates shed any light, any new light on anything. <clears throat> I have to agree. Well, I just... I don't, I, I'm literally sick of this whole thing. I, I don't know... I get these reactions sometimes. I just think it's the... the the way it's just gotten out of control, the way the... I'm voting for Hillary, by the way, but the way the whole... Media has decided it's, it's their cause to stop Trump, so everything is aimed at him. They fact-check everything he says. They don't fact-check anything she says. But the, the most glaring thing about the debate to me was that they asked direct questions, I think three times, 
on very vulnerable things that Trump uh, is on the, you know, is being scrutinized for. The birther thing, the, um, what, what were the other the things? The war in Iraq. The war, no, the war in Iraq. And they, they, they're asking him questions about him. So immediately that sets up the dynamic where it's the moderator plus Hillary against him. And it takes up a lot of time. I don't believe that questions like that are appropriate for debate. I think every question should be something that there are two sides to, that the nation is concerned about, and we should, whether, whatever the issue is, and that if either side wants to bring these things up or thinks they're appropriate, by all means, if the moderator does, uh, you know, why did you keep with the birther issue? What, what? So that disturbed me. And then it was zero to Hillary. Having said that, he totally had chances there to knock these things out of the park. What was the one I told you today, Stephen, where I thought his answer should be? You had a bunch oh, of oh, about, yeah. oh, this, oh, and about the racial discrimination at his... Uh, oh, his ha- complex. His now housing, think about yeah. this. In 1973, 40, 43 years ago, 43 years ago, he was accused among a whole series of things of not renting to black people. And in a country where we believe in innocent until proven guilty... It was settled and with no, no guilt. This is being brought up against him 43 years later, right. asking him to defend himself against something which he wasn't even convicted, convicted of. This is, you know, this is crazy talk. So, but he, he totally missed an opportunity. What I would have said was, listen, it was 43 years ago and they were accusing everybody of this stuff. Since then, I've had countless apartments, countless buildings, Renting all over the world has not been one single accusation since then that I discriminate against anybody. If I was that type of guy, don't you think in all these years you would have heard about it <laughs> since 1973? So that that would have been like judo. He would have he would have actually come out looking great. So every one of these questions that was asked of him was actually an opportunity for him to do better than if he hadn't been asked. And the fact that he wasn't able to, with all the preparation, all the time convert any of these opportunities says something about Trump. Nevertheless, I don't think that what the moderators were doing was, was professional. You know, but that's my take on the debate. Well, okay. Why don't we, we want to bring over our... Uh... <laughs> no, I don't know. You that's know. a pretty good answer. He doesn't want to talk about it That was an excellent answer, yeah, but yeah. we could go all day on the debate. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I thought that was an excellent answer. Okay, Certainly a lot okay. more uh, okay. thought out than anything I have to say. About. <laughs> right. Maybe we can bring it up later with our guests, but we have... Um, Seton Smith, who is a regular here at the Comedy Cellar, he was on the John Mulaney show about a year ago. Yeah, about. The show didn't last very long, but Seton was universally hailed as as having done a nice job on that show. Oh, thank you, Diane. I think. And then we have, uh, and ever since then, he's been tearing it up. I know you got other shit going on. I don't know if there's anything you want to talk about it. Uh, anything that's in the works in terms of uh, TV shows. Oh, yeah, I I think I can talk about it. Yeah, we got got a development deal. We're going to do a Comedy Central. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, what kind of show is that? It's gonna be a uh, part uh, sketch sitcom kind of thing. It's gonna be like a narrative thing. I for one can't wait. Sketch, <laughs> sketch comedy and sitcom. No, like sketch narrative. You know, like it's gonna be a show about a sketch show, but we're gonna do sketches and also a show that. about a sketch show. Yeah. Oh, that's clever. So like Thirty Rock. Yeah, like Thirty Rock, but not Behind like that. Scene. Yeah, but yeah, not like with the cute lemon. Like uh, the Dick Van Dyke show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more like Dick Van Dyke show. Thank you, thank you, Mel. But uh, I actually know, I'm actually curious I'm supposed to announce it. I actually have no idea how these things work. Well, it's too late. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> I'm not sure. All I know is Comedy Central won't let me within 
10 miles of their building. Why? What year did you mess up? I didn't mess up anything. They've just, uh, I've just been, uh, I'm just not one of their faves. But, uh, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, you, uh, and you if have you don't believe that about yourself, then you'll never. You'll never I probably will never, yes. No, you got to love yourself. You're like, yo, they fucking need me, all right? And then you get shit. Well, I don't know if it's there, that There simple. is something to that. Yeah. There yeah. actually is something you to that. You think Trump's looking in the mirror going, oh, they don't like me. <laughs> 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 there is something to that. I, that may be a necessary but not entirely sufficient, um, you know, criteria for... Uh, not sufficient, no, but it, it is necessary. A, a positive, uh, uh, what do they say, actualization outlook. or, you know, mm-hmm. like envisioning yourself in that situation. I actually believe in that. Well, it might, that might be... Uh, might be uh, yeah, Tony Robbins One, stuff. Tony uh, Robbins. Bill Clinton believes that stuff. stuff. Yeah. I mean, most successful people believe it. Every person that I, every man that's been successful had a vision first. They ain't just stumble out of shit. Like people think, like Matt Damon. They go, oh, Matt Damon always says that thing, like, oh yeah, I'm very blessed. What the fuck is lucky about him? Like he always says, I'm really lucky to be successful. What is lucky about Matt Damon? What is oh, he? a lot of things are lucky. What? Which give me something that's lucky. I, well, you think Good Will Hunting was lucky? You think he put that movie together by luck? Well, he had. The, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, what exactly? Well, what, he had the connection it, with uh, Rob. You know, we all have scripts on our computers. Some of them are good. Some of them stink. But right. very few of us have. Uh, a, a, I think it was Rob Reiner. Somebody who was it? I don't know. William the story. Goldman. Somebody was very Some Jew much, in Hollywood. Who could somebody pass was that. very much behind him <laughs> well, and helped get, him with the script. And not, I don't know. I, I mean, he wrote the script, but he was given pointers, I guess, or. Ideas see, see, and then does that sound lucky? To, I'm just saying, does this sound like a lucky yeah, situation? You are touching on the to, you are well, touching, no, can I say one thing? You're touching on the third rail of conversation with Natterman. Oh, okay. am I? Am <laughs> I? Had he not had those contacts that you know, the initial script they didn't like, he well, how do you get those contacts? Then you, how you get them? You well, stand around, contacts just jump on you? No, he got up, it was like, there's a lot of luck to get contacts, okay. You know, he got a role. I mean, I don't know how he got those contacts, but I know that getting contacts, some people you get contacts. angry about this. Why are you so resistant to this idea? What's going on? Um, no, I, 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 I... Tell him. I'll tell him. You don't well, tell him. I'm, I'm not. A, I just feel There's like... There's a history here? Uh, I just feel like some people that believe that it's, that, uh, you know, that it's all, uh, you know, a you skill and town and, and hard work, and, and I don't believe that. Because I believe there's a lot of luck that, involved. That, and that, that logic implies that if you don't make it, it's because you weren't good enough. Mm, I really want to interject, but I haven't been mm. okay, in the studio. But I don't want to go down this road because I don't, don't want to be a mystery voice. <laughs> well, I'm just saying I don't want to go down this trail of tears. It will only lead to <laughs> tears. It will lead to me getting upset. But but there's a good opportunity to introduce <clears throat> Julia Rozzi. I don't know if that's the appropriate. I pronunciation. like the way you said it. Thank you. Uh, well, all right. Um, <laughs> Julia awesome. is a comedian. I've known her for many years. Yes. I believe you were married when I met you. Yes, that's true. All right, now you're not. <laughs> that's ma- why. That's why I was here a lot drinking. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I know she doesn't work here, and I don't know if she's ever auditioned, but I haven't. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I appreciated that side eye. Thank you so much. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Well, why don't you try to audition? Didn't you hear sure. what he's been saying? You got to picture yourself working at the comedy mm. cell. Well, you got to walk in like you. you're I somebody. Ju- I just went downstairs to use the bathroom. I haven't been here in years because, like I said, when I used to come here, it was when I was drinking and sad. And uh, I did get that like visualization that you talked about. Yeah, no, it's it is true. It's a little bit. Of, it's it's hard to do, and I agree with you. Because as much as I believe in visualizing what you want, then it, it's shitty because it's like, if you do the secret, it's like, oh, what? I envision myself having cancer. I, you know what I mean? Like the, the bad downside, stuff. right? Yeah. So, I don't know. My therapist <laughs> says <laughs> you co-create with God. So, it's half visualization and half doing the work. 
When he says God, he doesn't really mean God. He just means like with fate. The universe, whatever you yeah. want to call it, and the energy. You co-create with the world. That's what she says. Well, it's odd that a therapist would invoke that kind of mystical new age. That's stuff. what I was thinking, too. That's why um, I think she, he just meant it. Is it she or she? Or it's he? a she. She just meant it. Well, I mean, she's Italian. I'm Italian. She knows how I was raised. God's just easy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I tell you guys something? I don't want to change the subject, but I, I, you don't know this. I had my kids converted to Judaism yesterday. What? Oh, congratulations. Yes, Mazel tov. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'll just tell you this. Uh, Mila got out, you know, it's, it's kind of like a baptism. And Mila said to Juanita, I, I went in the magic water. Now I'm really Jewish. <laughs> so, so, I thought that was cute. But how did the, does Juanita <laughs> have to be Jewish for that? No. Otherwise, if no, Juanita, that's if, why they need to convert because she's not Jewish. So they're not Jewish by oh, Jewish they law. They convert, have to convert. Oh. Are you, no, you're Jewish? I'm Jewish. My son freaked out. He was like, I don't want to be Jewish. I, don't, I hate being Jewish. <laughs> they had to get dunked in the water. I, I thought I was Jewish for about a year. Um, I went to a Jewish preschool in Palm Springs. And so I had to have a yarmulke and a dreidel. And Is that like, true? Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. For the graduation, we had to put these yarmulkes on us or sing some Hebrew songs. <laughs> I had <laughs> a lot of I learned how to count on a dreidel. Oh, oh great. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it happened to me. My mom sent me to Jewish camp by accident one year. Mm. By accident? Mm. Yeah, like instead of the YMCA, she sent me to the YMHA. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> and yeah, I had a counselor named Rivka. Oh. Did, you have, did you have that? Like, I used to date a Jewish woman who told me there was a, like a thing at the end where they like they reenact the Holocaust or the Inquisition, where they like, you know, the middle of the night, they kind of take you. No. And then, no, no it's not like <laughs> they don't kill you. No, they just like they just kind of show you the like the like the, the things fear? that the things that have happened to Jews over time. That and sounds like, horrible. Well, I, I not at summer camp. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even talking about that. Like, but even that would be better than instruction to swim. Auschwitz Woods. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like like a concentration camp. I'd much rather have that than being thrown in the unheated pool. <laughs> Ju Julia Rossi has. We, we brought them here because Julia Rossi is doing some show about called Your First Time. I think it's called. First set. I want to have you on. Basically, if you want to do it. So basically, comedian performs like a regular stand-up show. You do like an eight-minute set, and then we watch footage, whatever your oldest comedy footage is. So it could be your. It's called first set, but. A lot of times people show things from like, you know, first couple years of comedy. And then I interview them while we watch the footage and it's really fun. That sounds great. That does sound yeah. like a great idea. Yeah, it's like, it's, well, it's fun because, well, it's fun when people get embarrassed. It's also really fun because sometimes people will give me VHSs to transfer for them because I bought a VCR. And so they don't even know what we're going to watch. Like, I found this tape under my bed. I'm like, great. And so I see it and they don't. So it's new to them. And the fun thing is a lot of times people are still kind of doing not the same jokes but like you change but you don't really change like your topics you like and your personality is still the same you're just hopefully a stronger comic have you booked William Stevenson on that show no but I'm open to booking whoever wants to do it I, I don't know what tapes I have at, <laughs> I think it's tapes from 83 cut, cut this out Lou <laughs> uh, I don't know what tapes I have I used to have tapes but uh, I don't know if I have any old VHF I'll like, look around how could anyone I kept all of them that's why I started the show I'm like I have 40 sets to show oh wow yeah I had one from like 97 I think when I was 15 but uh, 15 I got some, yeah I did a talent show in bomb yeah. in Newark New Jersey it was wonderful I just got to find out my mom's house. <laughs> oh, my God. That's yeah, you've awesome. You've done Julia's show, though. Yeah, I got yes. it taped up for my, like, uh, about a contest I did, like, two and a half years in. Yeah. Well, yeah. how many years in are you now? 15. Oh, I'm sorry. 15. 13. 13. 13. Right. Okay. You did comedy at 15? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, he didn't say it was great. No, I wasn't great at all. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I did it at 17. 
I, did you not, start oh, then? Not as I started at 23. <laughs> I do think that if I had advice to give to young folks that want to get into comedy, other than don't get into comedy, um, <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. I would say um, start at about 18. I would say be, be really good by the time you're 25 is helpful. Yeah, you'll be, be so rich by you then. Know, but, well, I'm just saying it's better to be good young than it is to be good older. I mean, if all other things being equal, you might, know, as, though, might as well get a jump start. I read this great article. Though, I read great, uh, Mel Brooks' autobiography. He uh, had this great line. He, not autobiography, just a regular biography. He said this great line. It was like, you know, old never gets, I mean, funny never gets old. He's like, that's why, because he, he, he made like space balls when he was 65. You know, yeah. his career. No, no, I, you, you will get, look, old and funny have nothing to do with each other. I, I, I agree with you 100%. However, I think there's more opportunities to be had Absolutely. If you're younger, I think Absolutely. Comedy Central or whomever the powers that be are more likely to give you shit. Now it all comes back to Comedy Central. <laughs> <laughs> well, whomever it is, I you know, a network, whoever it is, youth yeah. isn't a factor. Now it's not the only factor, but you, if you're looking to get into stand-up comedy, uh, there's no sense in in waiting forever. I think 15 might be too young. Are you saying that the Beatles at 40 years old saying "I want to hold your hand" would not have uh, taken over the world? I'm not talking about music. Doc. No, I'm actually I'm making your point. I'm, I mean that. Your youth, youth is part of it. Yeah, okay. Forty-year-old Beatles doing exactly the same thing would not have succeeded yeah. the way it did. Stand-up is a valid. That isn't a valid parallel because stand-up yeah. people people like to listen to dudes in the thirties and forties more than they want to listen to them in the twenties. Dudes, like people don't want to hear. I'm talking. About, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm starting right just specifically. No, but like, I, I'm, no, but I'm actually I'm agreeing with you. I'm yeah, saying, and nobody, then if you're a woman doing it later, that's even. I think it's better. I mean, I like. I don't know. I'm a big Phyllis Diller fan. I'm I not like sure. it, but I don't. I don't know that it's. Well, look, you're going to you know. be old anyway. You That's going to happen. So you might happen. as well start when you're young. You hope it's going to happen. You know. No, yeah. I, I know what you're saying. Like Louis C.K. is, is you know, close to my age, and, and, and he's at the peak of his career. Yeah, everybody wants to listen to that person, like but old and young. But Eddie Murphy was not going to make it like he made it in his 40s. No. Ed, Eddie Murphy, the, the youth, to, to, uh, Louis is the exception to the rule. And, and Louis... And no, Louis is not the exception. Louis proves the rule because... One of the reasons he he's was kind of being a philosopher. Now. One of the reasons he was able to be where he is, is because he was in the door as a young person, having the contacts. And we talk about contacts. Um, you know, he had to get in the door at at these places, and he was already really, really good to get the the the, the contacts. And you know, by the no, time he, but hit he his also 40s, had, you know, he also had was vision. Because he was trying to make that that Louis probably like twenty years ago, he just didn't have the right and took but you, him that long. You also can't control when it happens. Like I have beat myself up plenty of times for not making it at like twenty five when I had the tools and the opportunities. But like life happened and I wasn't ready. I'm single for the first time in a long time, and uh, I'm kind of nervous to date only because I hear a lot of horror stories. One of which is my friend told me a story. Her friend went on a blind date with this guy. They made out. She got a mouth rash. Do you know her? Yeah, it's a fucked up story. So she got, she got you probably went out with her, but she got a mouth rash, and uh, the doctor said, that's formaldehyde poisoning. Do you work in a morgue? She said, I don't, but the guy I went on a date with does. A week later, that guy got arrested for having sex with dead bodies. Oh, God! Oh, that story is so gross, it makes you want to kill yourself, right? You're like, oh. Don't kill yourself, because that guy will fuck you. So... <laughs> Stay alive. Um, I like having sex with uh, living humans, and uh, I really like doggy style, which is lying around all day and only getting excited when food is around. That's 
I love to eat in bed, and this is what I don't understand. Why is breakfast in bed romantic? But when I stay in bed all day and eat lunch, dinner, dessert, and boxed wine, everyone's worried. It's like, don't be so judgmental. I can spend my month the way I want to, you know? And yeah, some no. people have to kind of like grow. Like, I feel like Louis was that, you know, Louis 50 year old man. Like, he needed to be that personality. And, like, do, like, this is who he's meant to be. This is the comic he's meant to be. He's well, meant to be a, like a disgruntled. Well, you know, whatever. And also, Dad, divorce. Louis, yeah, by the way, exactly. He's not meant to be a way, twenty year old. Louis you know. did start at about seventeen. Also, or this, this is a really important. Also, some people aren't supposed to be famous in their twenties. Yeah, it right. is a horrible thing to put that's on the twenty I, year that's old. That's what I just said. Oh, do you say that? Well, because you well, and I talked about that on well, first. Not, not set. famous, not famous, but just getting, starting to get in the door a little bit, sure. starting to crack the door open. For, for later fame, look, most people ain't meant to be famous ever and ever. ain't going yeah. to be famous. Ever. But um, in terms of trying to get all the odds on your side as much as possible, obviously it couldn't hurt to start younger. Well, but Seton and I, when he, when, remember when I interviewed you on my show, we both <laughs> share uh, a similar, like, it's not a regret, but we both had really great opportunities, like, in our first, I had them in my first few months, mm -hmm. which was not good. Because I didn't know what to do with them. And what you were had the opportunities them. you had in your first few months? I was uh, I got passed at the comedy store as a paid regular, like my first month doing comedy. That's in L.A., right? Yeah, in L.A. And uh, I didn't understand why all the door guys hated me. I was like, what? What's the problem? Um, and they were like, why are you getting spots in the main room? I'm like, I don't know. I'm funny. Like, but I and I I was, you know, I mean, I had obviously there was something seen in me, but I was so green. Like I sh that was an I was a regular comic there two months in like I had no commitment to it I didn't know what I was doing but you know I don't know uh, for me I looked at my act like back then and I was like oh I was probably good enough to probably move to New York three years in as opposed to seven years in that's it I just was like, and oh, you regret it. I regret. It. I should have moved earlier. Must yeah. ask point. Yeah. No, yeah. That's right. I regret. <laughs> I, re I regret moving to LA when I first started. But also, what does that do? The regret. Nothing. No, it just makes Dan, you sad. No, I'm not promoting Dan regret. Dan lives on that regret. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not promoting regret. I'm trying to uh, avoid regret by telling people, if you really want to do this insane thing that we do, um, you know, there's, there, there's no time like the present. Would you rather your child come to you and say, I want to be a comedian or be a musician? Mm. Mm, good question. Uh, that's a good question there. I don't know. I mean, if, if, I, if he was enormously talented in music, you know. Let's say you thought they were equally talented in both. I, I'd, say, I'd say musician is, 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 I would prefer musician. I'd say musician because you could be funny in between songs and make like the best I look, shows. I, I think <laughs> the musicians you, I know are happier than the, than the comedians in general. Well, maybe it's that happy people go into music rather than be. music well, makes you happy. Music, you could be right. Well, also, I mean, I think I know why I get jealous of musicians is because they're not like begging for your attention. Like you can talk during a set. Some, you know, of music, but, like, a comedian, you have to be like, listen. Also, there's the, the, uh, the, the, the woman issue. Like, musicians, for a guy, like, musicians get a lot of women. And uh, some yeah. comedians do, but it's different. Like, it's just different. So that's another reason to go into music. Well... Look, so women. Getting women is a big motivator in this world for a lot of people in a lot of careers. I agree. No, I, I, would I, say I really grossly miscalculated the pussy count in, in comedy. I really did. I really thought there was going to be like a more of a pile than there is. It's more of a... <laughs> I think Ann Hill. Well, I, 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 <laughs> women always say, the most, important, the most important thing in a man is that he can make me laugh. Yeah, unless no. he's a stand-up comic. No. Right? Yeah. No, no, I, <laughs> in which case, no. In no. fact, I disagree. I, I think for those who are sufficiently motivated... There is plenty of pussy to be had. I agree. But Could be that Seton it doesn't have the eye of the tiger. 
My my, <laughs> my best. I had a good, my best friend's a musician, and his stories don't require Eye of the Tiger. There was one time he right. uh, did a gig, and he left the gig. He was just like this. One was like, "You're not you're not leaving, are you?" He's like, "No, I'm just putting my stuff in the car." They immediately started making out. They go to her house, which happens to be a farm, and in the morning she starts getting weird and asking him to like play music while her parents have eggs. But like, I never have stories like that. I don't have like just people just dripping. You know, I just have like people like very earnestly interested in my life. Well, <laughs> dude, I have stories that nobody to this day will believe. Oh wow! <laughs> like, yeah. like you just can't believe what, no, I, what comes I, I, your did way you as a musician. Be a musician? Yeah, yeah. Still is a musician. Still, Still is. is. But I mean, I used to be like on stage every night playing music, and uh, I, it was I, ridiculous. I, I yeah. know comics who do have incredible stories. I'm not one of them for whatever reason. Uh, leave it to your. Uh, then how did Dove see your your pee pee? Dove saw your pee pee, yo. Yeah. Well, because yeah, every now and again, you know. Uh, I, I get when some, Dove's around, he gets lucky. I didn't say I never get laid. I said that I'm not one of the, uh, you know, the ones that are inundated with it. That's you pa- too, Dan, because I've seen you partially. Turn it, away. it is because of me, because I'm not that big a dog or that sexually voracious, and part of it is because I'm not that, I'm not that guy that's cool and hip. You know, I guarantee you, when Jeff Die gets off stage, yeah, there's probably 20 women he could fuck with minimal effort. Yeah. And I mean minimal. I did a show with Jeff Dye. That's absolutely true. Uh, <laughs> and now that may be even if he... <laughs> I just want to support you on even that. Even if he were a FedEx delivery guy, he might have the same opportunities. I mean, because he's really good looking. But, you know, and a lot of musicians are good looking, too. You know. Meanwhile, I had, like a month ago, I did a comedy festival and I had the creepiest person in the audience. Like, and when I got on stage, I was like, oh, this guy's creepy looking. And he was very big. And he had a tiny, tiny cowboy hat that looked like a child's hat. But he was wearing it as a hat. And then uh, I did my set, and it was a sex-themed storytelling show, and I was like, great. And then he followed me out and was like, I really enjoyed your story. And I was like, you're sweating on me. Uh, (laughs) And I was like, thanks. And then he was like, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, I'm going back to my hotel. And he was like, do you want a ride? And I was like, no. He's like, I'll give you a ride. I promise. my miniature pony. I know. He's like, like, I promise I won't kidnap you. I was like, oh, that's even scarier. Um, (laughs) Can't make promises. Can't keep. You know, female (laughs) comics get dick, too. Uh, It's just not. They do get dick. Nobody got more pussy than David Tell. Well, and, first of all, my guess is that's a gross exaggeration. He women would line up for Dave Attell. I'm telling you, I remember. And I I'm know. telling you. So, so don't blame it on Jeff Dye's good looks. Anyway, you mentioned kidnapping, which is, might be a nice segue to the story <laughs> that uh, you were going to tell us about your experience with the police. Well, we didn't. Did we? Oh. We ran on Facebook, and I don't think we. Of course, we brought you here to talk about your new, your new, uh, your your um, first time show. First time. But I noticed on Facebook you said something which is really in the. L'air du temps, as they say in French. It's, uh-huh. uh, what does you that know, mean? In the, uh, what's going on in the world. It's, okay. you know, um, it's, it's exactly what's happening now. The racial profiling is a huge issue, and I noticed yes. you had a personal story about it. Do I you thought, know about this, Seton? I know about the story. Oh, no. so you're being ambushed? Well, when we got pulled over oh, in Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, it happened like a month ago. I, I don't really like to post long things, and I don't know. I hesitate because it's also like a race thing. I don't want to make it about me. Like, I don't know. It's weird. But then... The, a lot of people that I told the story to, especially black people, were like, no, please share it because there's something to a white person sharing a witnessing of discrimination that I think opens up the eyes of other white people. Do you, does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, uh, when I drove to the same comedy festival, my boyfriend who's black was in the front seat and our other friend was in the back seat, also black, and uh, I was speeding... I was going with traffic. I have never gotten a speeding ticket. Fine, get pulled over. But the cop followed us for like five, seven solid minutes before pulling us over. And there were, it wasn't like an unsafe area 
to pull over. And then, so Clark, who's in the backseat, Black, keeps turning around to see what's happening, which maybe looked, I don't know what, but we get pulled over and the cop doesn't come to my window. He goes to the back window, taps on the glass, tells Clark to roll down the window and says, put your hands on your lap where I can see him. And he says it like five times. When when was this? uh, About a month ago. And doesn't say anything to me and then goes to the front and tells Wills in the passenger seat to do the same thing. Meanwhile, I have one, I have my right hand on the wheel and my left hand by my side. So you can't see my left hand. He doesn't say anything about what to do with my hands. And then he finally says, like, you know, like, where are you guys going? And then he asks me to get out of the car to have a private conversation with me to be like, do you know these guys? Like, what's, what's, what's your story here? He's asking if you're, if you're in trouble in some way. I, I guess, and as somebody who does like to give people the benefit of the doubt, because I, I do what? think most people are good, the tapping on the glass to talk to Clark first seemed completely bizarre as far as protocol. And also, I'm going to go off of how they felt. They both felt completely discriminated against. So it was just, I'd never wis- witnessed anything like that that close to me by the cops. Yeah, no, I know you're you're chomping at the bit. No, I'm not chomping at the bit. I, I will tell you this that that uh, that's why I asked when it was because, you know, I, I live in Ardsley, which is in Westchester, mm-hmm. and my wife and I have both been pulled over at least three, four times each over the last two years by cops, and never had a cop treat us badly. They mm-hmm. they let us go. My wife is looks she's a person of color, as they say. She's dark. She's Indian. But anyway, um, but the other night. The other day, like, what is it, last week, she put it on Facebook. She got pulled over. First of all, she's not Indian. She looks, she's half Indian, half Puerto Rican, but her looks, looks are Indian. She looks Hispanic. No, I she think. looks Indian. Her, her mother's <laughs> white European Puerto Rican. And all that is, is what Indian. What the cop you think will make her look? What do you think yeah, the cop Yeah, she doesn't look Indian to a cop. <laughs> Most, when, when I go somewhere with her where there are Indians, they just assume that she's Indian. I'll tell you that. Now, maybe the cop, whatever. I mean, how, how well can a cop even see somebody? But Good question, cops. They, saw, they, did, they could see the color of her skin not being white. But anyway, the point is this. We'd never, ever had a problem. But last week when she got pulled over, both cops approached her on both sides of the car holding their hands on their tasers. And she was really upset about it, which makes me think, especially about a month ago where the cops had just been shot, that the cops right now are using extra, extra caution when they approach vehicles. And I say that because in, you know, almost 10 things between us in the last five, the cops have never been anything like that. And all of a sudden now they are. And then what you're describing, like, put your hands in your lap, you know. Well, it, but it, he didn't say it to me. Well, you're That's, a woman also. No, no, no. He approached the back seat first. And, but, yeah, well, whatever. But I'm just saying that, that they're, it, I, I'm not trying to defend cops. I'm just saying because of what I've seen in my own town and how I see the behavior towards my wife mm-hmm. is different now yeah. than it ever has been before. And considering we have a zero crime rate in our town, it seems to me that, and then some cops have been shot, you know, around the country just being cops, and things are so tense right now. If I were a cop, I would be more nervous than I've ever been before. Maybe a year ago they would have done the same thing. thing. It's, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's a bad time all around. Yeah, I don't question whether the cops are scared. Every video, those yeah, cops look, very look dramatically scared. That's the problem. They're just yeah. retardedly scared. But the now. thing is, it's, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I understand yeah. if they're scared, but the scary thing is, is they go from scared 
to kill. Like, yeah. there's some steps in between well, scared and murder. This is what I want to ask know? you about your yeah. situation. Were they nice? He in this, yeah. And that's the thing is he at first he was a little stern, and I understand. And I so I felt defensive of the people in my car, but I made sure to not say anything out of line because I don't know who's gonna you know, who's going to get, uh, who's going to brunt of it. Like, yeah. The brunt yeah. of it, you know? And, um, but I understood in that moment why sometimes people don't comply because you're like, this isn't fair. Like there's that, that, you know, that thing in you that gets mad. Um, especially when you're, especially when they're arrogant with you yeah, or they're and, commanding or, they, or yeah. they're talking down to you, which yeah. cops do all the time. He, yeah. he was, ni- he was nice at the end and Will and Clark was in the car with were, were actually like, that was one of the nicer experiences we, we had. And I was like, okay, and I felt bad and guilty and all that stuff. And then I was like, well, what, what, like, do I do anything? So I ended up calling the sheriff of the town just to have a conversation with him. I didn't think it was going to do much, but I told him what happened. And he was like, well, you know, we have a huge sex trafficking problem. So are you really young? And I was like, no. And he was like, okay. He goes, well, with this, and he said exactly what you said. He goes, well, with the way things are right now, you know, everyone is a little scared. I'm like, I know, including the two people I had in the car with me. Like, they were just as scared. So yeah, well, it's, that's... you know, it's it's just, it was it was just a shitty situation. I mean, I don't know what I wanted to have happen by calling, but I just wanted to call and say that it sucked. I, and... I will say that I would be flattered myself if a cop told me to put my hands where they could see it. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, what they say is, "Ma'am, you're being hysterical." Listen, to, to the, 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 uh, with all the the complaints I've heard and I've experienced myself, but uh, from from black friends who've had bad experiences with the cops, the the one thread that goes through it is the fucking attitude and arrogance with which they talk to people. And to the extent that anybody's not just cop, anybody handles a situation, and you sense a niceness and not, to, then they're probably coming from a decent place in my opinion even if you disagree with what they're doing I, as opposed to coming from the place of harassment which is right. often the place where they are coming from but you can smell that immediately I believe you I mean seeing you must have had these experiences yeah I've had a bunch and the one I've always learned is like if you talk shit to people they're gonna they're gonna talk shit back or fight you back so right. I've always just turned to jello like my main there was that old Richard Pryor joke where you say, I'm reaching for the glove compartment. <laughs> I ain't never took that as a joke. Like, I do it every time. I put my hands on the steering wheel and they come. I go, like, I'm reaching for this. And it, but I he should have come they, to my window first. I'm, no. I'm Once the you one start worrying about should and could, you're going to get shot. You know, but like, I'm just saying, you know like, like, I'm like, the like, one. I've had guns no, to my face. I, I, I was in trouble. I've had guns to my face from robbers and cops. And they, once you start thinking, like, saying, yeah. I should, you'll get shot. I'm sorry. I just, no, no I, I don't agree with what you're saying at all. If you. Presuming you are in trouble, mm-hmm. the first thing you go is the guy in the back, and but make why sure. Why did I think I was in trouble? No, that's a, that's the question. But if he, if it, or presuming whatever it is, I mean, I, I'm no expert on police procedure, right. but I don't know if the order with which he approaches people. But I'm just saying, if, if it was two if, white if, guys in the car, I doubt he would have thought that I was in trouble. You don't know that, and I, I don't and I t- know that. And I'll tell you this because this has been like a defining experience in my life. I two times. I've gotten really badly uh, treated by cops up against the wall. And one time I was treated very roughly by cops to the, mm-hmm. to the point where I felt like I was this close to getting the shit kicked out of me. And I'm about at least a threatening white guy walking around late at night as anybody you could find. But I was up against Mineta Garage and the guy says, shut up. Like that. And, he, and he has two hands on my thing. You know, and, I'm, and I was t- telling him that I own the bar right next door and the Olive Tree Cafe where the cops are. And it scared the shit out of me, you know? Yeah. So, and if I had been black, 
There would be no way to my dying day you could convince me it wasn't because I was black. No fucking way. It just not possible. So, and then it was another time I was just walking across um, Mineta Lane and I found myself up against the wall. This time the cop was easier with me, but I was still up against the wall and he accused me of peeing on the street. Oh, but I, I couldn't have been peeing on the street. It was obvious I wasn't. So, you know, you give somebody a badge and that kind of power over people. Mm-hmm. And, you yeah. know, it makes bad guys out of a lot of people, you know. So, and then race just is a whole other factor. I'm not, I am not downplaying or, or, or trying to say that, that they don't do it because of people's color. I'm saying that they also do it to people who aren't of color. I, I, I know and that. Never, and in any particular instance, you, you can't be sure, you know. Well, I mean, and my re- again, my reason for sharing it, because I waited a month to really be like, is this even important, was because the people I spoke to were like, yeah, more so just to be like, hey, when someone tells you a story, hear the story so you can at least know how it... The feel, like the feeling that they had in it. You know what I mean? And I think by me sharing it, because if Will or Clark had posted it, someone could be like, oh, another black yeah, person complaint, yeah. you know? And so I just wanted to share it as a witness just to be like, yeah, it felt weird. It felt wrong. I don't know what was going on. In the, I mean, you know, I can't prove anything. But I just wanted to share it to be like, this is what I saw. Well, now, how many other uh, important question? how many likes did that post get? <laughs> <laughs> but that wasn't even... I. And, and then I got uncomfortable, and I know people mean well, and I'm overthinking it, but then some people were writing, like, I'm so sorry that happened to you. You're so brave. I'm like, I, I'm not, no, I'm not looking for, nothing happened. Like, I'm fine. Like, I'm just letting you know what I saw. See something, say something. I, I think it's good that you posted it, and I think it would be, like, Keith the Cop, you know, you know Keith the Keith Cop. Mareska. Keith Mareska. Keith I think it would be even uh, a, a civic service to have a cop respond to it mm-hmm. so that if the cops weren't doing anything wrong, if, if there's a good reason for what the cops mm-hmm. did, it would be very helpful for society to understand it so that if it happens to them, they don't judge it that way. Like if somebody said to me, well, you don't understand because this is a common way that people get shot. They don't check the back seat. You know, like, well, we don't know what the hell happens in real yeah. life. Then if, and if, the, if, if somebody explained that to you, I'm not saying that's the case, then you'd be like, oh, now I understand, Well, the right? cop, when I called the sheriff's department, he was he was trying to explain to me the whole sex trafficking thing. But then when he went into, like, the way the world is, like, and then he started saying all that, I was like, mm, I think it's more about being scared yeah. of, he's like, he goes, well, with racial tensions right now, that's what he said. And the <sighs> people who are being sex trafficked, they're, like, in the trunk, they're not driving. Yeah, not so, so, I mean, and again, what do you like, know about I just, it? I mean, I I'm just, just think, saying that <laughs> doesn't seem like play, a, a, a t- real way to run a, a Everything she knows is what she saw in Taken. Yeah. Sex trafficking ring, <laughs> like, having some a valuable, girl drive around and, You're not going to yeah. put a valuable commodity in the trunk. No, you're not. Thank you so much for calling me a valuable commodity. Well, I was talking about sex. But yes, yes, you're quite valuable. But I uh, and I, I think that uh, maybe you're not 22, but you're certainly worth trafficking in my estimation. Oh, okay. Oh, damn. oh my god. <laughs> See, and you said comedian female comedians don't get anything. <laughs> um, but I mean, anyways, I, I didn't. I didn't really. I wouldn't post it. I didn't want to like engage with anyone in any heated debates or whatever. I just felt like. It's a way to start a conversation. I also hate st- starting conversations online. Like I don't even think that's the best way to do it. I just. I don't know. I had this information and I wanted to share it and that's so, it. What about Charlotte? You think they planted the gun on him? Mm, I don't know. Remember that? Other My one? wife is sure they planted the gun on him. Did you? I, I, I wouldn't say that until I remember the last. Remember the last Charlotte shooting? 
where he shot that dude eight times in the back. I was running away. Remember was that, that video? Is it, was that in Charlotte? That was North Charlotte. Remember that shit? Yeah, oh, I no, remember. shit. That was North Charleston. Was it North Charleston or was it North Charlotte? It was Charleston, wasn't it? I don't know. That, the that, older guy that uh, was like was running. A, from, yeah, 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 yeah. Like it was the worst, the worst case of all of them. Like, that was the worst one. That, it was murder. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was murder, pure and simple. He was yeah. even running fast. Was that, re- that was the recent one? Oh, uh, no. Like that a was year last ago, maybe. Year. And, yeah. the, and no one got in trouble, right? No, I think I think he's in trouble. Is he in trouble? Because it, so, yeah. it seemed darker than just race too. Because the, uh, his remember he had a partner in the car, and him and the other partner just kind of got out leisurely hanging out. And the other dude was just bolting like it was, and this seemed mad suspect. But anyways, it, I don't know. Just because of that, I would be. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it on tape. They were planted it, but shit, man. I don't. What I don't understand is with all the video cameras and all the videos. Why is there never a fucking clear video of anything? Mm. Never. Well, There's always like the one that just the, his wife was filming it. You can't see anything. If uh, I, if my husband is like, I mean, I, I don't know how she was, where she was standing, video. but like you can't see anything. Have body cams. They're still not. I, I think that like, I. Who I, cool, you want to say something? Well, I was gonna say. Remember the clear video that when the woman was on Facebook Live. Oh, that God. one, yeah, that was that was, that clear, was different. And right, that, that, that one. still did nothing. No, I mean, no, right. but that video was start began after the shooting. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah okay. Told the, that video. Yeah. Somehow, yeah. everybody talks like about that something's... video. That video tells us nothing. The video just only begins after it's already ha- everything we need to know. Well, it tells the... us the state of mind of the cop. He was, he was like, I told him not to reach for the glove. Compartment. Yeah. What about if, if anything, it's right. Remember there was an Ohio one. And, uh, there was an Ohio one. Was a campus policeman. Remember that one? And he at video camera actually was his uh best cam was actually sent in, but. He, that was completely wrong. He had his gun out before he even went to the window. Yeah. And then he just, and the dude just didn't even know what was going on. He was too confused to even but know what was going on. But why don't they use, like, tape? Like, why don't, there's so many other right, things other you options. can do. And With I, a taser? I, yeah, uh, just. Uh, oh, I, let me, let, another okay, one, I'll, Oklahoma. God. I want to say two <laughs> things about that. Uh, first of all, I faulted Obama, <laughs> sorry, for the fact that he didn't use any of these opportunities to really push federally for body cameras on every single policeman. Because not that that would solve 100% of the time, but every there should be, to the extent that it's possible, there should be no interactions between law enforcement and civilians that is not documented on videotape. We have the technology in this day, day and age, and it's uh, cheap. Of course, they can shut it off, maybe, but then the presumption should be if they shut it off to defend, something. to explain why, and the very fact that they shut it off or that it goes off right at the time something happening is going to look very bad for them when they have to go to trial. It seemed to have gone off every time now. Have you noticed that? That's every no, this, never... this, it didn't go off in Charlotte. Uh, we see the whole thing. Yeah, but that was because they were far distant. I'm talking about the other ones. Every This is the first time it actually hasn't gone off. It's but even, me. even the very... Charlotte one, there's no there's no evidence of what was in the person's hand. There's like, uh, well, listen, yeah, that's I the only mean, reason you can't see anything. Over. Oklahoma Because only one off. cop had a body New camera. New Orleans got turned off. I, I think Minnesota that, got turned th- off. <laughs> I, I, don't think, I don't think you're right getting turned off. But anyway, that, that, that should be, because that's the, in the end, the only, you're not going to change people. You're not going to end racism. The the most, the biggest deterrence to to murdering cops is going to be that they don't want to spend their life you mean in murder, jail. Cops that murder. That's what cops you mean. that are murdering. No, cops no. The murder. biggest deterrent right now to the situation is just convicting cops to shoot people wrong. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The biggest deterrent to them is if they can get yeah, convicted. But in order to convict them. And the best way to convict them is to have it on videotape. Because otherwise, a jury, without without clear evidence, like I said, I thought it was ridiculous that they convicted Mike Tyson. When it's just two people, his story, by definition, since we say... Uh, that you're guilty until proven innocent, but it's one person's word against the other, and one guilt. person is a cop and the other person has a criminal record, jury's not going to put them in jail for, for 30 years on that. They need videotape. I mean, obviously... And I forget my second point. What about that? I mean, <laughs> the problem is, like, 
Obama, so the conversation. Many. No, I want to no, say but that. like I mean, the problem is so many layers, and I also sometimes feel like who and not that I'm who am I? I'm a citizen, so I can talk about this stuff. But like, I've never been a cop, and I've never been a black person. So I feel like some of, I don't know if you guys knew that, but I, uh, <laughs> but like, you, so some, you. sometimes I hesitate to say too much because I want to have empathy for everyone involved. Cause like, I, I think it's hard to be a cop too. Like I, I, my heart goes out to cops as well, but it's just the, the, the scary part is the drastic. It's like, why aren't there, why is nothing happening between pulled over murder? Like that's, that's what fucking blows my mind where it does make me feel an, an apprehension and, and an oh. assumption that cops are bad when there's nothing in between. Like The, the other thing I want to say, say about, about the people, why don't they shoot them in the leg? Why don't they tase them? From what I've heard and what I've tried to read about this, that is too risky. You're only supposed to shoot somebody if your life is in danger. Yeah. Period. And if your life is in danger, neither shooting in the leg nor tasing is sufficient to be sure to bring you out of danger. The only thing, you have to shoot to the body where you can't miss, because if you miss, or, or even if you hit somebody in the leg, they, their shot right after that is in your head. People tase. We talk about Rodney King was tased like four times. He didn't go down. You tase the wrong person, they will shoot you. So that's why they don't do yeah. that. I ain't going to you know? lie. We can't really, I ain't going to depend on the, the Rodney King report. So I, ain't gonna, I just that. I, we, saw it on, I, we saw it on video that he got tased. Oh, oh, yeah, good point, yeah. yeah I yeah. just don't believe those words of guys. They're probably still working. What is that? If you're tased, whatever it is, you can still pull the trigger. And the law, and, and morality, I mean, I think it says, like, qu the question really is, were you really in danger of your life? That's where it comes out. I think most people, at the point where they say to themselves, look, if I were the cop, I would have felt like I was, that I, I might get killed. I think people are ready to understand that, you know? But a lot of times we say, well, what, were they really in danger of life? Like, why couldn't they just stand back and just let the thing play out like you know that, that, and, and I've seen that sometimes and I've experienced that as a bar owner sometimes on a small scale I think I told this story we had a situation like I don't want my security guys getting in fights with anybody it leads to liability it leads to cops people get hurt my security guys can get hurt there are plenty of stories of guys having bad experiences with security guys and then coming back and shooting the security guys setting the places on fire so I'm always trying to get them to not do it, even to the point of telling them if somebody doesn't want to pay the check, just let them go. Don't get physical. One night we had an issue with security because somebody was smoking in the bar. And they, and they got physical, turned into a big thing. I was like, why did you get physical with him? He's smoking in the bar. It's illegal. I'm like, all right, but, you know, if he finished his cigarette and just left on his own, it's not the end of the world. Like, it's not, it's, we're not, no one's going to, we're not going to get shut down by it. The health department comes. We can say, listen, he won't put it out. Like, just let it go. It's not worth it. And, and sometimes you wonder why the cops don't just stand back and just let it play out as long as it takes, why they, why they force the issue, and then someone ends up getting shot. But at the point where somebody does look like they might shoot somebody, I can't blame the cops for shooting them. By the I'm way, is, that smoking story is on Noam's playlist. Well, I understand that, I mean, but it is one of your favorite stories. I do have a question for Julia, first of all. Mm -hmm. Fuck you, Dan Natterman, you know? <laughs> it's on your playlist. <laughs> yeah, I, I get to say it twice. You say the same fucking jokes every night. What do you want from me? Wow. This is this is my this is my show. Not real. Not real, <laughs> real. Not I don't mean I'm not <laughs> criticizing I'm saying like that, you know, is it today's a different show than it was two weeks ago? I didn't your say show. I, well, when did I ever say I didn't enjoy your playlist? <laughs> Fair enough. I take it back. <laughs> I'm just saying that is that is you know on your play on night you know you got a few 
You got so sounds of the seventies. You know, stories seeing, for the podcast. Your, do dance playlist. Dove seeing uh, your dick. Well, I was passed over. <laughs> uh, Julia, first of all, with regard to you never having been black, I will say <laughs> you could pass for Iranian. Okay. Absolutely. Cool. She reminds me of Shoshana. Or, or, or even somebody that has some black ancestry that nobody in your family talks about. I, I can see that happening as well. Italians are That kind certainly of, yeah. could be yeah, when I, saw, I look I at it. True, true, true romance. True romance. Uh, yeah. But I have a question for you. So your boyfriend, uh, was his name Clark? No, Clark was a no, guy in the back. No, Will's my boyfriend. He, they're both comics. They're both comics because, uh, you know, that's what goes on. Comics, they're hanging out together and oftentimes it gets romantic. Um <laughs> I, I mean, an attractive female comic is like uh, honey to a bee. Well, there's, there's, there's no, it's no shortage of them. Uh, that's for sure. Um, my question is, is, do you guys, now that was an, as you as a white woman, although I use the word white, you know, with the quotes. Oh, thank you so much for the quotes. Yeah. Yeah, well, I agree. I think you've earned those quotes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you talk to your, was it awkward afterwards? Like, were you with your boyfriend? Were you like, oh, that was kind of weird. Oh, Sorry no. about that. No, him and Clark were making tons of jokes. Okay. And I was like, Oh, this is actually really funny right now. They're like, well, yeah, like we didn't get shot. Like we're pretty thrilled right now. Like they were, so and to them it happens all the time. So all they can do is make jokes about it. But to me, looking over at them and just seeing them with their hands on their lap, staring straight and not move, like neither of them moved. And even when I went to go talk to the cop outside the car, which was weird, the cop called me out. When I came back, they were in the same position. And that's what I think broke my heart more than the cop interaction was that they've been trained to obey without question that's the part that like and i was like fuck i want to start yelling right now but i well that, that is certainly a sad experience i don't know if it's quite as bad as a panic attack i had in cleveland before a show or <laughs> <laughs> well, the time you had to go to the bathroom in the fire department and firehouse yeah yeah also and he on would, the playlist well he wouldn't let me in you know and because he was because you were Jewish. No, it wasn't because I was Jewish. You thought it was because you were Jewish. No, 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 no. You're not listening to me. People think I'm Jewish too. It wasn't because I thought it, it was because he didn't feel a kinship with me. <laughs> but I feel if it was Robert Kelly, then he would have been like, "Ah, hey, he's one of us. Let's let him have a shit." He went into the fire department. He had a, he had a real. He I had, had to, go, use, I had the to use the toilet. And they wouldn't let him. And oh, and wow. I don't know if that's standard practice, but like I would think if Artie Lang walked up, like, dude, because they, they would have been like, Artie. Well, that's because he's famous. Yeah, that's right. different. But but even if I like this theme of you, Dan, where you think like everybody is like holding you back. No no no. no. <laughs> so, I, I love this. As that a character. Except him. He's that's not what, holding that's himself. What, that's what his playlist is well. called. Yeah. If you were more self-aware, this would be an amazing TV show. If you uh. just. <laughs> <laughs> it's really amazing, actually. Well, you're, if I, if, 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 you're, like, you're more than what you think you are. It's fucking if, awesome. If, if, if the black, well, I don't understand it. Black people can, and, and rightly in many instances, feel discriminated against. Why can't I? <laughs> There's a point. Now, <laughs> I mean, that could be the TV show. It's the first episode, and yet. <laughs> well, I'll pitch it over at uh, our friends over at You Know Where. <laughs> Univision. Um, she looks like the woman we had on here who, who, who did the catcalling video. Yeah, she's Shoshana uh, something or other. Yeah. yeah. Is that a compliment or? Yeah, a lovely woman. Well, it's, she got people of, color, anyway. people of color liked her in the video. You saw that cat color. That cat oh, cat. I don't remember what the she one that Michael like. Che got in trouble for. You know, Michael Che's got in trouble with women a few times this year. <laughs> it's been it's been actually one of the best reads. I wish he would publish that shit. I'm sorry that he's off Facebook. Yeah, I yeah. feel like he got cowed. I don't, I don't oh, like left? that. Yeah, he left. He, I mean, I think of leaving, too. I'm like, what am I doing here? Yeah, don't, it's a party that you're sticking around a little too long yeah. for. I mean, your yeah. grandparents are making real comments. It's gross now. Yeah. Instagram's great. It's how, still is, how is Facebook not um, a monopoly that needs to be broken up? Yeah, I, I can't believe it's still around. It's, it's not a monopoly. Well, it's People sort of People can't is. quit it. People can't it's quit like it. It's like the only... It's become like... Um, 
it, it's almost become like your telephone or your, you know, it's like yeah, all like I'll there find you, I'll find you on Facebook. Yeah, it's when like you meet all someone. there is. Oh, yeah. It's like know, it is a telephone book. Good point. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. I mean, now that that's ver- the value of it is the, precisely the fact that you can find everybody on it. So it wouldn't be valuable if it were broken up. But still, it seems Leaving kind of mon- Facebook just proves how to lazy people are. That's all it shows. What is that? Like as soon as I left Facebook, my social oh, circle gone? like shrunk exponentially. Are you gone? Are you off it? Yeah. I've How been, do you feel? Well, I've been off Facebook for like a couple of years. Was already. it a nice experience when you left? Um, I didn't really. I, I don't know. It wasn't good or bad. I just kind of noticed that. I just realized that I was keeping in touch with people that like I really yes probably wouldn't keep in touch with, and that's what happened exactly. I mean, for comedy, it's good for like booking and whatever. Yeah, but I'm also yeah. like, if you really want to book me, I guess I don't know. My email address is available. I don't uh, know how to interact with fans. I don't feel like that's fun. I don't want to be. It's the- good to get laid. Uh, Facebook, that is. Because it's less threatening just to say to a girl on Facebook, hey, what's, you know, rather than say, can I get your number? Hey, let's be you, Facebook friends. When's the last time you gotten um, laid off Facebook? I'm, I'm just asking. Just although that I got laid on Facebook? That's I'm, a good, just, I'm just that's wondering a good if that, question. that's still. Because Instagram, I feel like DMing is usually now the new. Well, yeah, but that's similar, yes. It, it is similar. similar. Last time I got laid on Facebook, good question. But I don't get laid that much anyway. Right. So you're talking about a sample, and you're not talking about a good sampling. Okay. Have you gotten I think laid somebody that podcast? knows how to use Facebook could do a very good job of getting laid on Facebook. Uh, the question was asked, Julie, I believe, asked if I get laid from this podcast. The answer to that question is no. <laughs> I think Facebook, the next like level for them would be if they could somehow make it not completely all-inclusive, but that might not be... You mean all-inclusive? Like, like you get... Like, Get buffet? No, like you have a fan <laughs> section where like your grandma's not on that section. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, it's like weird well, can, that like you, family things are intertwined with can, like you can, friends. You can block people. It takes people. a lot of work. You have to like go in and be like, this post is only visible to these people. It's like a lot. That's why. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like too inclusive. Like nobody wants all of their worlds colliding like that on a daily basis. No, you can set your friends up into groups. You can do this on Facebook oh, this and then so make work. your default setting to be then, to this group. So then group. they only see like certain things that you post. Yes. Yeah. Or you know, Juanita like does. She has, her, she has one for her family and one for the world. This is what happened to MySpace. Yeah. MySpace turned into a mess real quick. Remember that? It was like really at first it was yeah. good. And then it was like, what is all this shit? Why well, is there so much? It got so busy that mine kept crashing all the time. I don't know if that's what brought the, why MySpace didn't succeed in the end. Because your page was crashing? No, like every time I went on somebody's page <laughs> oh. that had too much shit on <laughs> it. brought down MySpace. My computer crashed. Every time right. I went on somebody's MySpace page, where like you went on there and there was all this crazy shit, right? And dance, yeah, because you could do like weird backgrounds. Oh, yeah, the weird background, you yeah. put a song on your page. Right. MySpace it was, was a, a song, mess. MySpace and was it a just mess. It, it would always my computer would crash. Right. So I don't know if that's the reason why Facebook ended up becoming what Facebook became. And there's million. We had a guy well, a couple of years ago that wrote a book on Facebook that I guess explained that to us. On, but um, there were a, a billion factors. But um, I don't, you know, I, that might have been one of them. He wrote a book on Mark Zuckerberg. He wrote Facebook? a book called The Facebook Revolution. Oh. And uh, and the more and 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 um, the more I think about it, the more you know, it is a revolution. I mean, I, I think that because we talk about all these police incidents, without Facebook, would would we have would be this controversy exist? Would Black Lives Matter even be a movement without Facebook? But the problem is, I think that, it's you know that Facebook is a is a textbook uh, uh, example of confirmation bias, like. I said this like when I see a, an incident on the on on Facebook, we know statistically, and I'm not believe believe me, I'm not making any racial uh, thing here, but we know statistically that in the last year, one third of the people shot by cops were black, and two thirds were not black. 
but if you look at Facebook and what goes around, you would literally think it's exclusively black. And well, so that's that's confirmation bias. And the other thing is that we don't know. Like I don't even have a feel for it. Like, what? How many interactions are there similar to these kind of things that we're seeing between cops and and humans that end fine? So like when you see a guy being shot by the cops, is that one out of a hundred times? Is that one out of a million times? Like we we just can't gauge it. You know, if I knew that every day there's a hundred thousand interactions with cops. And five times a year, somebody gets shot. I say, okay, you know, it's, it's, it, 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 I, you put some perspective on it. You can't tell any of these things from Facebook. All you see is it's viral. It happened right. again. You have no, mm. you have no way to, have, and, and that's, that, that, that's not, I understand. That's, that's but, unhealthy, you know. But I, but I mean, if, if you look at it like this, it's, it's a, it's a worst nightmare scenario that somebody you trust ends up shooting you. It's like, it's also the same equivalent of like putting your kids out. Like, nobody leaves their kids, uh, like, a five-year-old unattended because, you know, one out of 100 or one out of 10,000 kids were kidnapped, and now every parent is freaking out about their kid being kidnapped. You know what I mean? Like, so... That's exactly the same thing. Like, same now, thing. Now, the, now, the, now the kidnapping goes on, on Facebook. You see, the, yeah, exactly. now my wife is afraid to let the kids out. I'm like, sweetheart, the kids are not going to get kidnapped. Every single time it happens, you see it all over Facebook. But your chances of getting kidnapped are way less than even winning the lottery. You know, what I mean, it's like you, you and yet, but my, she has no way to gauge it. She doesn't know mm. if this. But she also plays a lottery, doesn't she? She's Puerto Rican, of course she but does. But I think there's there's a. And she's convinced you, every time she's going to win. We, we don't we don't have enough facts to, for for an intelligent person who wants to just gauge it. Not to say that it's not saying that the, the examples that we see are not what they appear to be. It's not saying this is not murder. But in terms of like when you're getting pulled over by the cops. Like, my wife was like, she was like petrified. They had tasers. I'm, I felt like I was going to get killed. Like, she doesn't, she has no way to gauge whether, was she really in the risk of being killed? Or would it have been like a totally freak occurrence? I don't even know the answer Well, to you that. know, there probably are things that people do post on Facebook. They don't go viral, you know. But uh, there, there are studies, I'm sure, and uh, statistics. That, yeah. Well, I think know. two things. I think if your wife was scared, I also think there's just human intuition, and you know... When you're in a dangerous situation, not dangerous, you know? And I think, too, you just have to be a responsible consumer. So, like, if I see somebody tweet a fact before, and if I'm like, what? This is, fuck, Trump did that. What? And I'll, like, before I retweet it, I try to do a little research. Trump doesn't do that. He right, just I know, I know. But I'm just saying, but, <laughs> like, you, you, can re, you can do a little research to make sure that the rumors you're spreading aren't, you know, they're not rumors, they're facts. No, I, I, but I'm saying even when it's true, yeah, we don't know how to gauge it. I don't know how to gauge yeah, no, it. You know? I, 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 don't, I, can't, I can't measure. If I, if I see, if, 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 if pianos falling on people's heads start start going viral all over the country. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, all right, I don't I don't know. Is this, is this really a huge problem? Is it a small problem? Yeah. It doesn't mean that the individual guy who was moving the piano that dropped it on somebody's head didn't do something really bad. But do I have to be looking up all the time when I'm walking? You know, I don't know. Well, I don't know. everywhere I read it... Well, if I'm like, near the Steinway building. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, there's been a lot out there about how, like, our brains are not designed to absorb this much information. So there's all this information and there's not enough sussing it out to know what's real and not real. So we're overloaded. Yeah. We're just like walking around spitting out things that we saw. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know. I've been reading a lot of Eckhart Tolle, so I might get kind of spacey right now. But I think, yeah. What is that? Eckhart Tolle, New Earth and Power Now. Yeah. Like he, he has a theory that a man right now, mankind's having an pro overthinking problem. Like if you look at our bodies, like he thinks the brain and the hand are the same thing. They're just tools for us to get through life. 
and our fallacy right now is we, we're thinking our brain is the reality. Like our thoughts are actually real and we're not, we're having trouble just associating from that. But there, there's a movement now people actually starting to realize, like starting, like people who meditate and be in the moment, they're starting to What's learn. the name of this guy? Uh, Eckhart Tolle. Tolle. You never heard of him? I never heard of him. That's yeah. odd for a man who's an educated uh, reading kind of a guy. Power now is heavy. Yeah, that's a Oprah thing. Yeah. yeah. So that was before she left. That was her last little... Maybe that's Oprah's why. It. <laughs> I, it sounds interesting. I want, I want to pick it up. Oh, was dope. Yeah. It changed my life. I didn't realize how much bullshit I was realizing, thinking it was real. But it's <laughs> almost like your mind is a prison. Yeah. You know, like you, you create your reality. So if Dan is saying his reality is that certain network hates him, exactly. then, that, then that's well, true. Well, it could well be that we all. <laughs> it could well that be that everyone's we, against us. It yeah. could be that. No, it yeah. could be that we all just appeared right now and all and our whole life is just an implanted memory. Oh, well, you guys are all in my dream. You're not real. I'm the only one that's real. True. You well, know? That is not, well, no, I, I know that I'm real, uh, but you don't know that. Right. So that's an interesting thing. Do you really believe any of this stuff? Not really. Okay. But it could be. <laughs> no, no. I don't know. No, but it's possible. That's metaphysics, right? This is, you know. this is Descartes. But we're getting into... The, the, we're getting into an area now of... Uh, it doesn't go that... That book does... Uh, Power Now doesn't go that deep. Uh, it goes just more or less, though, like one notch below of just recognizing reality for what it is and responding appropriately as opposed to all that shit. All right. Well, we're about out of time. Uh, this is about as good an insight into the, the kind of conversations that go on at the comedian table as, uh, <laughs> yeah. as yeah. anyone's ever had. I, I think it was a good show. <laughs> Very good. Uh, yeah. What about Julia auditioning? Do you feel you're ready to audition for the Comedy Cellar? Yeah, I if do. If you feel oh, you're right. ready. We, we, I forgot. I didn't mean to sign off before Dan had the, the spot where he's supposed to make me really uncomfortable. Go ahead. Oh, do <laughs> it. No, 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 no. Do it. Um, do it. No, no, because what you'll do is you'll give Esty a video, and then she'll decide. It's really not Noam's... It, it is Noam's call, technically, because he's the owner. As far it's, as anybody it's knows, video, it's not my decision. But the video isn't even the way to go. Yeah, yeah, well, no, a link, no, a link, okay. a link. Not, not a DVD, but... I thought it was someone rec get recommended. Well, no, uh, no. you gotta show a video. I mean, if, if anybody recommends you, that's certainly... That's helpful. I haven't oh. actually seen you in a while. I'd love to see you. I would love you to work here just because I find you a... a, a, a I, I haven't seen you. Actually, we haven't talked in a while, but I, I, now I'm remembering. I like this chick. It's been years. <laughs> Thank you. Julia Razzi. <laughs> I mean, where, I, where else do you work? Um, I work at Gotham and Caroline's, and then like they, the you, truth you know, is. The, what about the stand? Do you work at the stand? No. Oh, okay. Maybe maybe she might be all right. The truth. She's <laughs> <is, laughs> into it now. Might work out. Well, the yeah. truth is, the no, truth I'm is, kidding. if you look at our schedule, there, there's a there's not a lot of women on the schedule, uh, and and no one would like. I think I I. Not speaking. I don't uh, care and, whether they're women, black, gay, straight. I want funny people. Right, but all else period. being equal, uh, yeah. all else being equal, diversity cannot hurt and and probably helps the show. Uh, all all things being equal is is a is a fallacy. All things are never equal. All things right. being well, fallacy. Yeah, you know what I'm getting <laughs> really, at. I know what you're getting at, but, but people always but but the fact people always say this, but the fact is, all things are never equal. If you're funny, we can use you. If, yeah. Period. Yes, but the fact that she's a woman will only, <laughs> only he's make the show. He's telling you no. Well, I'm telling him yes. <laughs> I don't care what he's telling me. Obviously, I mean, you, obviously, you don't book shows with oh all your God. black comics with me. First of all, me and Lenny on the same show, and Modi is bad enough. I don't know whose idea that was, but sometimes that happens. But that's because uh, I, I have a point. You want to, you want to mix up the, the brand of humor. It's, the it's brand not... of humor, for God's sake! I work here. <clears throat> well, no, I'm begging. <laughs> it should do well, it. Uh, Jeez. Well. You know, if you feel you're ready. Uh. <laughs> you know, I went through, I got to tell you, I went through this, like, when I said the cafe water, it's, it's an interesting thing, where I started out with a 
all-white band and one black female singer, Rosalind. And then, and, and, the, and the crowd was very mixed. And then over the years, as a, as a white guy in a band would leave, I would audition, and I'd end up hiring another black musician to replace the white guy because they were always just the better musicians. And at some point, the band became 90% black. Like, it became like, Have you had said the whites are always better musicians? We'd have had a fight on it. By the end, it was like the, the, band was, the band was seven black guys and one white guy. And I always worried. I said, is this going to create an impression where white people or any, or any non-black people are like, no, this is probably a black club, you know? But I noticed, and I learned, it didn't. The crowd never... You, Kristen knows she used to work yeah, there. That's also the music they were playing, too. That, well, that's my, a, that's yeah. right. So I, I learned and I, I feel like... You play enough yazz, you'll get some it, white motherfuckers. It, it, you could have, without any question, an all-black lineup, and it would not matter. Nobody would think, oh, this is a black club. Every, it would still be... If you had six comics doing, you know, like, black humor that appeals to... You know, you, you know like, like, like really no, targeting no, no, a black I audience. I don't know. Yeah, he knows. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh... That, uh, that rule's getting a little bit more Why don't you explain vague. that to I know what you mean, but that that rule used to be a thing. I think in clubs it's still maybe, but Hannibal's show, for a few years, Knitting Factory, he notorious was doing all-black lineups for a while and it would get more and more white audiences. That's the first and only time I've ever seen But it's the, it's the like, what's his name? The, it's like if you're doing um, the kings of comedy like that, like Bernie Mac. And, I'm not like, sure. That was a, what, what, I'm burn. not even sure if it exists, but what's his, what's his name? Uh, the older black comic, um, which which one? He's Older in black, tall? No, he's, he's such a nice guy. Anyway, and he does some some jokes like uh, like that that concern like real like uh, like coming home from church and 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 it and it always strikes me as oh like this is really like Jewish humor. It's like certain certain jokes like Jewish people really get it, but it kind of goes over other people's head. And, and that's what I say. Like if if I had five comics like that, I think the white people are like, well, this doesn't really seem like or not, or non-black people say, I think this is not this is targeted to a different demographic. I think that's too specific. But it's like, not. Specific. I'm just saying it's not the color of the skin of the person delivering the jokes. Right. It doesn't. It really doesn't matter. Um, and so just. To disabuse Dan, I don't think it matters if you have five well, black same comics. Same way, if you had six women of all different races, but they all talked about their ex-boyfriends and nothing else. Yeah, exactly. Or their I, I'm assuming, <laughs> although that would be all right too. I'm <laughs> assuming that because Julia's a woman, she's going to tell, tell jokes that I don't tell. I could be wrong. Maybe she does <laughs> talk I? about not being able to get laid. But um, <laughs> my guess is she has, because she's a woman, she has a different perspective. Okay, but it, so so it's okay to have you and Jeff die on the same show, but not you and Lenny Marcus. It's okay, but I'd rather not go at least. Right after him, because I just you know what mainly I feel like the audience the is thinking oh for the god saying. for God's sakes another one. <laughs> <laughs> People often think I'm Lenny after the show. They go, "You did great, even a show I wasn't on," and they be, "Oh, you were great," you know, because sitting down. I mean, Lenny's taller, but sitting down you can't. That's talk. a perfect example, right? Because the two black guys that show get confused for each other. First of all, they, they can get offended, and the person who confuses them will want to just so you know, like just hide. They'll be so oh, he, embarrassed. Oh, I get confused by bearded white guys all the time. Yeah. Oh my god. All confused the time. Like just white. Like I've gotten more confused between white guys lately than. Oh, you confused the bearded white guys. I thought you yeah. meant that you got you. Somebody thought you were a bearded white guy. Oh, I could see that happening. Yeah. Well, that that that. that. <laughs> no, there's like in the alt, <laughs> especially up. in the alt white community, like the the, the oh, white yeah. Anglo Saxon. Well, pro, those I I I'm. They have to introduce themselves five times because I just I don't know. 
Yeah, I'm like, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> Michael? Tom. Yeah, they'll be I used to Mike. confuse Andrew Schultz and Sam Morell the first week I met them. Oh, I, I don't that's know. Just, oh, that's they just silly. Now you're just being alike. silly. I'm telling you the truth. You being, well, I believe it's the truth. I also believe you're out of your mind. <laughs> well, I did. Um, I can see that. If you don't really look at them closely from a distance. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I don't I, see I, that similarity, no. I, I think I have bad facial recognition. Anyway. I'm not... <laughs> I think I do. Good thing Facebook does it for you. I, I have trouble on, in <laughs> movies sometimes. Like uh, certain characters are easy for me to distinguish. Sometimes I'll just, let's say, is that the same guy who was? You know, I don't know. Do you ever have that problem? Um, yeah, probably, probably. I, I have it a lot. I, I'm pretty I never sure. Never forget a face. You never forget a face. I don't forget. Face. I forget names, but not faces. No. I can only remember people by their jokes. Oh, are you ready to say goodbye? I then? think so. I think yeah. so. <laughs> I think it was a good show, by the way. Send, send me a And in no small video. part, okay. thanks to Julia Razzi and Seton Smith. Seton. Yeah. Seton. 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 Yeah. yeah, and come to your first set if you find uh, I, I got to find, I got to go look. My, my parents might have like a, video, a tape because yes. they don't throw shit out in their house. I have but. a converter, so I'll convert All it. Right. Oh, is the stand moving or closing? I don't know. I don't go there either. You haven't heard that rumor? Yeah. Didn't you used to be associated with those guys? I was, like maybe for like three months. Oh. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> have sorry. you heard that rumor? Three months, five years ago. Uh, Damn, no. I might have heard it. I'm bad with faces. Right. I'm bad with names, but this, anybody <laughs> saw they were at the stand. <laughs> never forget to stab in the back. <laughs> I never, no, 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 I'm just kidding. Okay. okay. Bye, bye, everybody. Bye.